Welcome everyone to Knox Game Design for August 2023. My name is Levi Smith. So this month, I'm uh, going to start out with a little bit of a announcement. So we're not going to have a Game Jam kickoff next month in September, but uh, I recommend going out and checking out, if you're in Knoxville, checking out this DevMoot uh, conference, technical conference hosted by uh, Cody Lambert. Um, so he, he heads up the Knox Devs group. So if you're in, in, in tech... Uh, and want to check out a conference it looks like it's this is shaping up to be a good one um, looks like they already have speakers and uh, lined up um, and it looks like it's one day uh, but yeah I think it's uh, I think the early bird tickets were closed but it looked like uh, you can get tickets for fifty dollars right now <laughs> so yeah check that out if you're in Knoxville interested in a technical conference. I know there hasn't been many lately, so it's good to see conferences out there, more of them starting back up. So this month, <coughs> I'm going to talk about character encoding. Uh, really didn't have any th thoughts on anything to talk about this month, and I was just playing around, found some cool things out, things I never knew about. So basically, characters or letters, A, B, C, D, all the way up to Z, um, so how they stored, those are stored in a computer, those are stored as integer, whole number values, um, different types of code encodings out there. The one that I started out with is ASCII, the American Standard Code for Information Inter Interchange. Uh, then along came Unicode, which added many more characters and from different languages. And uh, also, you can also encode letters just as their position in the alphabet a is one b is two c is three all the way up to z is 26 or some people like specify a zero z 25 or a one z 26 depending on whether you start out as a is one but uh, ascii is just for unicode for latin characters and numerals and oh by the way the ASCII encoding for all the 26 Latin letters, the letters that we use in English, um, correspond, the, the values correspond with the same values in Unicode. So this is how I learned a long time ago. Um, I just memorized capital A was 65 and lowercase a is 97. Never understood why. I just kind of, I guess, looked in one of my computing books and... So the nice thing about this, if you need to increment your character, you can just add one. So 66 is B, and 67 is C, and so on. Um, so, yeah. So to get uh, the character value, uh, I always thought of it as you could take whatever letter you're thinking about, um, and then, like for example here, a K is the 11th letter in the alphabet, so you just take that character position in the alphabet, do 65 minus 1, then add that. So 65 minus 1 is 64, then add 11, that gives you 75. So it's ASCII or Unicode value is 75 uh, for N. Uh, so the lowercase letters, as I said, start at 97, so it's the same thing. And then it's the 14th character of the letter of the alphabet, so you do 97 minus 1, 
plus that position 14, you get 110. So I guess as I went along, I kind of noticed that uh, 65, that's really close to 64, um, which is a uh, factor of 2 or uh, 2 to an exponent. Um, and then the same for 97, 64, um, plus a factor of 2, a power of 2. Uh, is 96 and oh by the way if you're new to programming if you're using a low-level language like C um, be aware that all strings are terminated with a character value of zero so so a string is a series of characters which gives you like a word or a series of words so encoding knocks in capital capital letters or actually that should be a lowercase n right there um, I believe yeah that should be capital K lowercase n lowercase o lowercase x I'll fix that uh, but be aware that that's like 75 110 111 120 and then a zero for the null value to terminate terminate that otherwise whenever it prints out a string it's just going to keep going and if there's trash in memory it's just going to print out all those trash characters i think i did some testing these days they generally just blank out those but just be aware of that okay so here's some c code i've installed the msys or now it's like ucrt64 msys2 is a nice like unix simulated environment you can get for windows um used to be like SIGWIN and all and MSYS2 and all that. I think it's still MSYS2, but they install like five different versions. I can't tell you why. They're a little bit different. Um, but make sure, like, I just had a problem. Like, I went in and had some stuff set up, and then I came back and it wasn't working. It's because I started MSYS2 when, uh, when I installed all the stuff on UCRT64. Um, so make sure you start... The, the platform or version uh, that, that, that you started with. So, yeah, I got a little program here that I wrote. So, character encoding. Oops, it's VIM. <clears throat> that. So, this just goes to show that a character string and just create an array of five characters. And then you can assign those values right into your string, 75, 110, 111, 120, and 0. Then I had installed GCC. Um, but, you know, do character encoding 01.c for dot forward slash a. It creates a.exe by default. So there's there's Knox right there. So, so we printed out that array of characters without ever typing a letter in there. We just did it by putting the number, the ASCII values into the array itself. So I don't know. Maybe everybody knows that. I don't know. But, but it's, it's pretty neat. Neat little trick there. Okay, so this is what I learned like after three, almost three like decades of programming and it just kind of hit me so capital letters start at 64 plus 1 lowercase letters start at 96 plus 1 numerals start at 48 so the nu numbers are kind of the same numerals are kind of the same as letters so uh, 48 is a 0 49 is a 1 um, 50 is a 2 <clears throat> uh, 
So I think I mentioned it a little bit later on, but the number one, an integer one, is significantly different than the character one. Um, so if you're new to software development programming, that's something to be aware of. A lot of scripted languages these days, they handle the conversion behind the scenes, but if you're using an older language, you may have to do a cast where you just put the data type next to it. That way you know you know what you're working with. <clears throat> yeah, so here it is. I was afraid to say it earlier, but yeah, 64 is 2 to the 6th. So yeah, you, if you notice that the capital letters start at 64, and that actually equals 2 to the 6th. Um, and the lowercase letters start at 96, which is 2 to the 6th plus 2 to the 5th. So if we show that in binary, if you start out... The least significant bit is on the far right. So you start out, that's 2 to the 0, 2 to the 1, 2 to the 2, 2 to the 3, 2 to the 4, 2 to the 5, 2 to the 6, which is 64. And then, uh, so that's 2 to the 0 is 1, 2 to the 1st is 2, 2 to the 2nd is 4, 2 to the 3rd is 8, uh, 2 to the 4th is 16, 2 to the 5th is 32. And then 2 through the 6 is 64. So uh, 96 is just 2 to the 6 plus 2 to the 5th. So that's 0, 1, 1, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0. So the only difference between the capital letter and lowercase letter is that, uh, that fifth bit from the right. Um, actually, 2 to the 5th, uh, which is the sixth bit. So you got to realize when you're talking about 2 to the power, you start out at 2 to the 0. So the sixth bit is 2 to the 5th, and the seventh bit is 2 to the 6th. That can get confusing. And then what kind of blew me away is the alphabet position. The position in the alphabet is determined by the first five bits. So if you kind of think about it, like I said earlier, capital A, so that's Capital A and lowercase a, they're both the first character in the alphabet. So if you do 64 plus 1, that's 65. Uh, then, then 96 plus 1 is 97. So capital A, lowercase a. So if you look at the first five bits for both of those, then it's 0, 0, 0, 0, 1, which is 1. So if you look at an L, it's the 12th character in the alphabet. Um, so if you do 64 plus 12, that's 76. So 76 is a capital L. If you do lowercase l, still the 12th character in the alphabet, that's 96 plus 12 equals 108. So, um, so capital L is 76, lowercase l is uh, 108. But if you look at the first five bits, the five bits on the far right, I don't know if you can see my cursor or not, but uh, they're the same. 0, 1, 1, 0, 0, which is 12. So that's so cool to realize that if you just look at those first five bits, that tells you in the alphabet uh, the location of that character. Oh, by the way, if you look at the 0 character, that's actually the at sign for uppercase. I think it's like a, a tick, tick mark, the backward apostrophe for the lowercase characters for 0 zero position <clears throat> so why is this important uh, like I just said you can get the alphabet position of a character if you know it's ASCII value if you got its ASCII value you can just uh, set the first three bits 
the most significant bits to zero, and the remaining five bits will give you the alphabet position. So you can use a mask, zero, 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 one, 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 with your character. So here we got a bit B and to do a bitwise. So this is a little bit of talk on bitwise bit operators as well, which I, I really haven't ever used before. So this is giving me a little bit of experience with bit operators, but you can take a byte and then apply that mask, which is 31, and just do an ampersand, and then that will give you the position in the alphabet of that character. Um, one thing, you, other thing you can do, you can change the capitalization of a letter. So if you just flip that sixth bit, the one that sig <coughs> signifies whether it's capital or a lowercase, uh, which is two to the fifth, so that's 32. So you can actually flip a bit uh, using XOR. So that'll flip whatever bits um, have a one. So if you want to flip the fifth or the sixth bit, you just do zero, zero, one, zero, 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 and you do a uh, exclusive OR, which you do your byte, which is your character, and then you do a caret, then then I have 32, which is the, the mask right there, zero, zero, one, zero, 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 zero. So that will flip the sixth bit right there. So that's kind of like the, the tilde in the VI editor. It'll flip it from capital to lowercase. If you want to make a character lowercase, you can use the bit bitwise or uh, with a mask of 32. So again, that mask of 32 is, is just all zeros with a one in the sixth bit. That sixth bit is the capital, signifies whether it's capital or lowercase. So you take your byte, and you, the, the bitwise for or is a pipe. So you do B pipe 32, and then that will make whatever character that is lowercase, whether it's already uppercase or lowercase. To make a lowercase letter uppercase is a little bit more, a little bit more complex. You have to use an and and then a mask. So you take 32, then you, uh, which is all zeros except for one in the sixth position. Then you do XOR with 255. So it's 255 is all ones. So basically to do, to make something a one, always a one, a bit always one, you have to, um, the zero signifies the thing that you want to make a one. So it's got to be all ones, and then whatever you want to make a one, you have to have a zero in that position. So that's what we're doing with this 32x or 255. So, so whatever bits you want to flip to one, that's going to be in this 32 value right here. And then you just XOR 255. And then you take that, and then you take your original byte, and then you AND with that value. So yeah, making uh, a value, setting a bit to 1 is a lot easier than setting a bit to 0. A little bit, little bit more complex. Um, so yeah, here's a look. So... Just to show you can do this in Unity, I wrote a little simple Unity program. So it takes 
whatever's in your uh, inspector right here. You can type a message in there. And then what it's going to do, you've got three little demos. So the first one, it's going to flip, kind of like I was talking about with the uh, XOR. It's going to flip the capitalization of that character. Second demo, it's going to make everything lowercase, whether it's already uppercase or not. And then the third demo, we're going to make everything uppercase. So it's it's basically the same thing that I just went over just in code. Um, so yeah, let's take a look at this. Uh, already got up and running here. So our message is going to be, I got it here in the canvas uh, in text, Knox Game Design. Well, maximum, that's one I play. So it's Knox Game Design with a capital K, capital G, and a capital D. Let's go ahead and run this. Maximize. Yeah, it might still be kind of hard to see. <clears throat> but what it's basically doing for every index, it's looking at the character at that index. I can scale it up a little bit right there. Yeah, there we go. So it's looking at the character at that index. Then it's getting the alphabet position of that character by looking at the five least significant bits. And then it's also getting the case of that bit. So the, if the case bit is zero, then it's capitalized. If it's one, it's lowercase. So, and here it's just printing out the binary of that original character. So in this first demo, we're going to flip the six bit. So like a capital D becomes lowercase d. Uh, lowercase x becomes an uppercase bit. X just by flipping that sixth bit. So I think it's pretty cool. I don't, I don't know if you could really use this for a game or not, but uh, let's look at the next demo. And this one may not be too helpful either. So we just change the demo to one. <clears throat> and maximize. So this is taking Knox Game Design and it's making everything lowercase. So it's basically making the capital K lowercase, capital G lowercase, and capital D lowercase, just by setting the 6-bit to 1. So the second demo, demo number 2, which is actually the third demo, maximize that. So now we're capitalizing everything. So we're making knock skin. So this might actually be kind of helpful right here. I can think of a couple of cases. I think I put it on the slide later. So well, for one, if you're taking user input, let's say you don't have a string library for whatever reason. You don't have a string library, or maybe you're working on uh, uh, an emulator, an old console emulator that doesn't have a string library, and you want to take the user's input, and you want to make it capitalized because you don't want to like have to, whenever you're comparing like user input with a set like commands, you don't want to have to figure out case so you just want to like compare uppercase and uppercase. So this is one one way that could be helpful. Is like you, I just want the string, whatever the user entered, all in uppercase. Or maybe you have some text and you want to make it uppercase to display to the user, whatever. Um, so this could be helpful if you don't have a string library. Um, but yeah, that's what that's doing right there. And oh, by the way, just to, let's go back to demo zero where it's flipping the bits. You can go to text or text legacy right here. I can like type in hello in capital and then world and lowercase and then 
let's say uh, I don't know how I don't know if it handled spaces yet this is this is a test so you can basically type anything in there <clears throat> and here it goes it's making hello lowercase world capitalized and this is a test it's going to flip all the characters so yeah this works with any message you type in there and then it's just going to reverse what it just did okay let's go back so here yeah the so what i think i already talked about some of these if you don't have a string library you need to make some things capitalized this is how you do it um i think i already talked about these forcing user the user input to all capitals could be helpful um, and also just knowing how the letters are stored as numbers bit values uh, bytes uh, it's helpful if you need to add or subtract to a letter for say grades or rank you want to increase a grade like from a to b but you gotta gotta be aware usually in games a is the best and like d or f is the worst so to increase your grade you're actually subtracting one from the character value um yeah as i said earlier um it's just good to know the difference between uh, the data types a one character one and an integer one are two completely different things um, and yeah and just be aware that basically everything can be reduced down to a series of ones and zeros in, in a computer program because whenever you compile your program that's one thing I wanted to do I wanted to actually look at the code and see if I could dig in with like a hex editor and see those characters but I didn't get around to doing that uh, but yeah one thing maybe for a future talk I kind of want to look at opcodes just to show like even if you look at assembly all those assembly commands can be uh, reduced down to number or binary byte values they're all just numbers stored as numbers all the different opcodes which I think is kind of cool yeah, so that's going to wrap it up for Knox Game Design, August 2023. Hope everyone found it interesting, and I appreciate everyone out there listening and watching.